Good morning, and welcome to Drawing the Morning. This is Stuart McClellan, the pastor of the Altoona Bible Church. We are conveniently located at Union Avenue and 31st Street on Route 36, the Columbia Park section of Altoona. We hope that this broadcast will help you think on the things of the Lord as you prepare your heart for ministry among the saints today. Stay tuned for the next 30 minutes of inspiring music, challenging stories, and a Bible study. Listen now as the Altoona Bible Church Choir opens our broadcast this morning with a song entitled, The Man on the Middle Cross. Many years ago, the cattlemen of Wyoming faced a serious problem. They could make a good living if they could get the cows and the calves through the winter. But when the blizzards came and the winds blew the stinging bite in their faces, the cows would turn tail to the wind and huddle together. The grass grew in small bunches. The wind would bend it over and cover the upper side with snow, and the cows stood looking in the direction the wind was blowing, 
and they could see nothing but snow. Thus, freezing and starving, they would eventually become restless and run, falling into ravines where they would perish. On the other hand, the buffalo with their big shaggy heads would face the storm and thus be able to see the underside of the bunches of grass. They would live well all winter. But the hindquarters of the buffalo were so small it was not profitable to raise them. If they could only inject buffalo nature into the beef cattle, their fortunes would be assured. After some time, they learned in a foreign land there were cattle with big, bushy heads. So they sent a man to buy some bulls to turn loose in Wyoming. The interest of the entire country was focused on the outcome, and when the little calves with bushy heads began to arrive, the cattlemen were filled with expectancy. Would the calves follow the cows and turn tail to the smarting, stinging snow? Or would they stay with the bulls and face the wind? When fall arrived, the cattlemen from far and near came into the area and pitched their tents. They did nothing but wait. And when the skies grew black and the winds began to blow, the cows turned tail to the blizzards. But the shaggy-headed calves stayed with the bulls and faced the storm. The men pulled down their tents and went home. They had won. They had changed the nature of the cows. From the time of Adam, mankind had a nature which is sinful and causes him to live in defeat from the world, the flesh, and the devil. But the last Adam, the Lord Jesus Christ, came into this world in the form of a man and lived a perfect, sinless life. And on the basis of his life and his death and his burial and resurrection, he offers to man a new nature. It is important that man have this new nature because without it he cannot have eternal life. Mankind can try to clean himself up. He can try to live a moral life. But he is doomed to failure. Only when he has the nature of Lord Jesus Christ within him can he live pleasing to God. Listen now as Lucinda Richardson sings for us this beautiful song entitled, Feel the Nails. Can he hear the crowd cry crucify 
You are listening to Join the Morning, which is presented each Sunday at this same time by the Altoona Bible Church. We begin with our Sunday school hour at 9.30. Then at 10.45, we all gather in the main auditorium for a morning worship service. We invite you to listen to or watch our church services. 
Our services are on Facebook at Sunday at 11 o'clock and 7 p.m. and Wednesday night at 7.15 p.m. We invite you to visit our website at www.altoonabible.org. Also, we're on the Johnstown Altoona Access Channels 9 and 14. And there are services available on the local radio stations on Sunday at 11 o'clock, 12 noon, and 7 p.m. If you have any questions concerning our church services, please call the church office at area code 814-942-2131. Listen now as Joel Straitif plays from the trumpet this wonderful song, No Greater Love With Overshadowed. Longfellow could take a worthless sheet of paper, write a poem on it, and make it worth thousands of dollars. That is genius. A Rockefeller can sign his name to a check and make it worth millions. That is capital. Uncle Sam could take a piece of paper, stamp some green ink on it, and make it worth $1,000. That is money. A machinist can take a few dollars worth of material and make an article worth $500. That is skill. God, however, can take a worthless, sinful life and wash it in the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, put His Spirit into it, and make it not only a blessing to humanity, but an eternal trophy of His grace. That is salvation. An incident is told of a critic who spoke scornfully one day about God taking a piece of mud in his hand, 
breathing on it and changing it into a man. In his audience was a gentleman who had experienced the saving grace of God. At the end of the lecture, he had the opportunity of replying to the critic. He said, I will not try to discuss the creation of man with you, but I will tell you this, my friend. God stooped down to our town one day and picked up the dirtiest piece of mud in it. He breathed upon it by his spirit, and it was a new creation. Changed from a wicked wretch into a man who hated his former sins and loved the God who saved him. I know, sir, for I was that bit of mud. Whatever we are, we are by the grace of God. It is well for us to recognize that God hath redeemed us, not just to rescue us from hell, but more particularly that the glory of His grace might be exemplified in us to His eternal praise. What a great Creator who can take mud and make it into a man. What a great Savior who can take a sinner and make him into a saint. Listen to the words of this song as Jeremy Hetrick, Joshua McClellan, John Harris, and Stephanie McClellan sing Boundless Love. There is not a mother, sister, friend, or brother Loves the way that Jesus can He proved His love for me when He died on Calvary He gave His life for fallen man His love love is a boundless love And it reaches down and touches me Jesus wants to love you, there is none above you, you are precious in His sight. He will never fail you, when the doubts assail you, He'll be with you day and night. His love love is a boundless love. Reaches down and touches me. His love, His love is an endless love that will last through all eternity. His love is a boundless love, and it reaches down and touches me.
Once again, this Wednesday night at 7 o'clock, our doors be open here at the Altoona Bible Church. Time now for our Bible study portion for our broadcast. And this morning, the topic of our Bible study is the life of the Lord Jesus Christ, His teachings during His earthly ministry, the Syrophoenician women. It's found in Matthew 15, verses 21 to 28, and I'm going to read down to verse number 24. Then Jesus went thence and departed in the coast of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a woman of Canaan came out of the same coast and cried unto him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, thou son of David. My daughter is grievously vexed with the devil. But he answered her not a word. And his disciples came and besought him, saying, Send her away, for she crieth after us. But he answered and said, I am not sent but the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Last week we studied Matthew chapter 8, the Lord Jesus Christ and the Gentile, the Roman centurion, and we saw his great faith. This morning we're going to study the only other recorded conversation between the Lord Jesus Christ and a Gentile, and this is a woman from Syrophoenicia. This conversation is only recorded Matthew 15 verses 21 to 28 and Mark chapter 7 verses 24 to verse number 30. Matthew, the woman, is from the coast of Tyre and Sidon. It's a woman of Cana. Mark, it's the borders of Tyre and Sidon. She's a Greek. She's a Phoenician by nature. She is a Gentile. Tyre and Sidon were two principal cities of Phoenicia, which were located north and west of Galilee. The woman, being a Gentile, had no standing before God or the Lord Jesus Christ. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 11 and 12. Wherefore, remember that ye being in times past Gentiles in the flesh, who were called uncircumcision by that which is called the circumcision of the flesh made by hands, that at that time you were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel, and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope, and without God in the world. The woman approached the Lord saying, Have mercy on me, thou son of David. Her request was not about herself, but about her daughter who was grievously vexed with the devil. The Lord Jesus Christ, God himself, God manifested in human flesh, the God of love and the God of grace, he did not answer her a word. Evidently, the Gentile woman must have turned her attention to his disciples. Because the disciples then come to Lord Jesus Christ saying, Send her away, for she crieth after us. The Lord Jesus Christ answered and said, I am not sent but the lost sheep of the house of Israel. John chapter 1 verse 11 says, He came unto his own, and his own received him not. John chapter 4, the salvation is of the Jews. The woman then came to the Lord, help me. And the Lord's reply, it is not right to take the children's bread and to cast it to dogs. The word the Lord used for dog means little dog, pets, and not wild scavenger beasts. This specific word is only used in context with the Lord's discussion with this Gentile woman as recorded in Matthew 15, Mark 7. Who were the dogs? Who were the children? Imagine if you went to a friend's house for dinner, and as you were sitting 
down at the dining room table. You were shocked in disbelief. Your friend's two children were on the floor ready to eat anything that fell from the table, and their two dogs were sitting with you at the table. You would be shocked, a state of disbelief. You would think it not, should not be this way. Their children should be seated at the table ready to eat, and the dogs on the floor eating anything that might fall from the table. In the Lord's Jesus Christ's discussion and discourse with the Gentile women, the children were the nation of Israel and the dogs were the Gentiles. Acts chapter 3 verse 25, You were the children of the prophets and of the covenant, which God made with our fathers, saying unto Abraham, In thy seed shall all the kindreds of the earth be blessed. Look at her response and about her faith. The woman replies, Yet the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from her master's table. She, re- she is a Gentile, recognized that she was not a child of God, but a dog. She understood that her blessing was through the nation of Israel and not directed toward her as a Gentile. Because again, Ephesians chapter 2, in times past, you were without hope, you were without God, you were aliens and strangers from the commonwealth of Israel and from their covenants. And the Lord Jesus Christ reply, O woman, great is thy faith. Her daughter was made whole from that very hour. Mark chapter 7 verse 29, And he said unto her, For this saying, Go thy way, the devil is gone out of thy daughter. The biblical record of Lord Jesus Christ talking with the Syrophoenician woman demonstrates an important dispensational distinction, distinctive for during the earthly ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ, he was not dealing with the Gentiles, but with the lost sheep of the house of Israel. I think people have this concept or belief that the Lord Jesus Christ is going throughout the whole world and teaching his good news and, and teaching his various discourses. We we see, if you look to Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, it's the earthly ministry of Christ to the nation of Israel, two recorded conversations. Matthew 8 with the Roman centurion and here in Matthew 15 with the Syrophoenician woman, the Gentile, because he was not dealing with the Gentiles but the lost sheep of the house of Israel. This then explains the biblical order of the blessings in in connection with the prophetic program in the kingdom. It's to the Jew first, and then the Gentiles through the nation of Israel. Genesis chapter 12, verse 1 to 3, Zechariah 8, 23. Today, in the dispensation of God's grace, we are not blessed through the nation of Israel, but in spite of them, because Romans chapter 11, verse 25, the nation of Israel has been blinded and set aside. Oh, to understand and study. And the only way you're going to understand that conversation with that Gentile woman is to rightly, rightly divide God's truth. Ephesians 2, 8, 9 tells us that God's grace, God's salvation is the gift of God. It's not of works. If you've never trusted the Lord Jesus Christ, would you trust Him right now, right where you're at before it is eternally too late?
have been listening to Join the Morning from the Altoona Bible Church. We trust that you've received a real spiritual blessing from this broadcast. It is our prayerful desire that you know the Lord Jesus Christ is your personal Savior. So until we meet again by radio, this is Pastor Stuart McClellan wishing you God's best for now and for eternity. Still I see, Lord, since Jesus is my name.